Ladies and gentlemen, this is El Cochino, Tom Lawler, and I'd like to welcome you to the podcast that puts the lotion on its own skin, Lucha World. Bitchin'. Fredo Esparza. It's episode 87 of Lucha World Podcast. Fredo, I have never been so excited. I have both gloomy news and really happy news. Yeah. The gloomy news is, for the first time I think in five years, I missed the CMLL anniversary show. Um, I, I, did, I did see the last fall of uh, Gran Guerrero versus Niebla Roja, but I, you know, I got to say there's something that really makes me happy. What's that? I did not watch the Triple A anniversary show. <laughs> Triple Mania. <laughs> yes. I like how you called it the Triple A anniversary, anniversary show. show. Yeah. Yeah. And, how and, could and, you? And, and, and that's another bit of gloomy news is uh, my scattered mind is confusing uh, certain events with others. How could you miss six hours of Triple Mania on Twitch? It was free. I know, but I feel so alive and so free. What were you doing that day? What were you doing that day? It was a Saturday. It was a Saturday. The last Saturday. week of oh, 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 August. Oh, 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 Saturday. It was a Saturday. So I think on that Saturday, uh, Elena and I were at Amp's, uh, my brother-in-law, me cuñado. I think it, and we were watching, a, we, were, we watched Airport 79, the cor- the Concord. It, 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 was, it was the... Uh, fourth of the airport Kurt. series and it was the worst of all of them and it was still probably better than triple mania with the exception i hear of wagner and uh i can tell you you can tell that on my father's son because i call him wagner and wagner yeah, that's, that's <laughs> well you can call him ray wagner now yeah ray, ray, wagner. ray, ray, ray wagner ray he's he's ditching the dr wagner jr to be ray wagner now <laughs> Since he doesn't have a mask, so he's like he, yeah, he's a king he, now. He's, he's, I gotta say, he he's he looks like the guy from the those um commercials. The Dos Equis commercials. Dos Equis yes, commercials. Yes. Yeah, he, he has a cool face. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's a you know. He's a handsome guy too. He like, is, he's yeah. a, he's a good I, looking I, dude. And it sounds like he's not leaving the business or anything. He no, just, no. I, I like how everybody's like he's got in Mexico. I have no idea why people like other people who do podcasts. Mm-hmm. I think we're the only ones to do podcasts where we just immediately say these guys are going to be around for at least 15, 20, 30 years after yeah. or never like until they die. Because every single wrestler we talk to, like Luchador, 
from Mexico, they first thing they say is like they want to do this until they're unable to do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And like in Mexico, they always like um, Conan's podcast, they all, and um, the Mas Lucha podcast. Mm-hmm. All these guys, they're always like, "Well, I think that he might have another two, three years, two or three more <laughs> years to go." I was like, uh, "Wagner's going to be around till he's like." No, 70. I think you're right. I think you're right. <laughs> I, 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 the only maybe less because he's without his mask. Yeah. The only reason I wondered is because I was. For some reason, I was surprised he dropped his mask because I heard stories about him kind of bartering to drop his mask but backing out. Yeah, he probably wanted to get more money out of it. Yeah, probably. So maybe he's just being wise. But uh, no, no, it's it's like, um, you know, this is probably the 18th time I've said this on one of our podcasts, but you know Parata Morgan will be wrestling forever. Yeah, yeah. And Mel Mascaras is like almost, he's at 80 at least right now. Oh my God, I, I have to tell you, I have to tell you at work, really cool guy named Raul. Um, you know, so, so one of the newbies, he's been there maybe a year, and uh, he was saying, hey, Kurt, I'm going to my first Lucha match. And I'm going, you mean not like WWE? He goes, no, Lucha. And he he said, uh, it's going to be at uh, in Ontario at oh, Citizens Bank Arena. Yeah, October 1st. Oh, really? And I get my phone, I look it up, and I'm trying to make it sound optimistic. Um, <laughs> you saw the light up, you're like, oh, shit. I said, well, this minis match might be good, but, um, okay, Tenebles Jr., Mil Mascaris, Connect Mil- Jr. Mil Mascaris, I think he's just doing an, um, uh, he's just appearing. That's good. Yeah, he's not wrestling. And that's not a sign of disrespect. Although, you never know. Be, you never be. know. He could wrestle on the show. He's, they just had an appearance. Yeah, and I, I don't mean this in, in a, you know, thumbing my nose way, but it, you know, for all the things said about Moscaris, even at a late age, he looked really cool in the ring, and he just had, you know, he had that self-aggrandizing aura to him. And the last couple of times I've seen him make appearances in the ring, it oh my god, it's it's I, I just hate to see him. He's aging it's, the last five years. It's much different than seeing Parata Morgan, who can work being Parata Morgan. Yeah, because he's know. you know he's. He's fat. Exactly. No. <laughs> but he's it's still, like, he's still cool. He's still I like how we're just like, we stare at each other to make sure we don't say anything bad about him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, how do you, what do you say? No, uh, no. Nah, nah. Yeah, but that show, that show in um, Ontario, you could tell they were going with the legends. Yes. Thinking. So they're going with full, the full promotion. and But it's like, the lineup just. I, I think it's a bad idea. The lineup. Especially is, in a place, in an arena that size. And you know. I, there's another show happening that day, and it's funny because somebody's like, "Oh, they're doing it the same day." I was like, "It's not going to matter because it's like the other yeah. the other show is a smaller promotion and a, a smaller venue." Mm-hmm. <laughs> that show is uh, they're having a they're flying in two guys from Chicago, um, Sky Day Junior and um, mm-hmm. Bandolero, who are really good. Um, I would have liked to have gone seeing it, but it, it's the Promociones HV show, and like the like the match announced before that has Mr. California in it. Oh, geez. And then the main event is a 30-man cage match. <laughs> and it's like, I don't want to go watch that. Yeah, it's like, as much as I like those guys. The, the show that sounds interesting is uh, October 22nd. Steve Payne is bringing in Aerostar. Oh, is he? Ooh. That would be an interesting. And it's I think it's in La Puente or Bowen Park. That so sounds promising. That might actually be something that might be interesting. That would be fun, yes. Uh, so you skipped Triple Mania. It's like a six-hour po- show. Mm-hmm. You could have... You could have watched it. It was available for free on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Although you've probably been like, what the hell is Twitch? This is the thing. Like, I think of all the people, I know Rob knew about it because he um, he, he mentioned he watched some other shows. They started doing some other wrestling shows. But then, like, everybody else knew about it because of the video game yeah. stuff. And it's like, I had no idea what Twitch was. It's like, I have no idea I what this was. But it worked really well. Mm. Like, it worked well, but it was six hours six long. Six hours. That's way too long. For I think if, they would've, if it would have been a three-hour, like, the anniversary... I think all of us would have been really if you just cut out that Triple Mania tornado Triple Mania, 
which was the match where I had like the the battle royal oh, okay, and, uh-huh. and all the lumberjacks and all that. Mm-hmm. If you'd have cut that out and gotten rid of the announcing, the English commentary co- announcers who were horrible, you would have got rid of all that stuff. And I think there was another match you could have got. Oh, the sexy star match you could have gotten rid of that easily. And there was at least one more. Oh, the Pagano Messias match was with. I think they must have told these guys, guys, we need um, you guys aren't going to be um, focused on today. So um, sorry to tell you guys are going to have to like be after this match sorry you guys can't do a lot of stuff that you were hoping to do mm-hmm. and they just went out there and had like the shittiest match possible oh, it's God. like they could have got rid of those three matches and uh, i think there was like at least one more match cut it down to like a four-hour show it would have been great wow. but it being a six-hour show and then like so much of the stuff like in between was so hor- like mm. i i thought it was okay show it was an okay show i didn't hate it but for six hours i mean and that's the thing with the anniversary um they didn't do a lot of stuff like they didn't like oh let's have a celebration and all stuff they just started the matches like they showed you like a video of and like a video of like of the last six seven years of the anniversary shows and then they just got to the first match and it's that's it it's almost it was a routine show i I was gonna say when i looked at the full lineup of the anniversary show i thought okay if this wasn't an anniversary show and it was a regular friday night show i'd say oh my god this is loaded loaded. the opening match yeah yeah you know I mean, I say, wow, this is a really good card for every, just for a Friday night yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. But for an anniversary show, I said, this is lackluster. Uh, we're talking before the podcast. I, the only thing that I saw uh, was the last fall of the Niebla Roja versus Gran Guerrero match. I liked it more than I thought I would. Uh, they, they, they they were far better than I think anyone expected. I was not expecting it to be that good. Because you know there was no buildup to their match. Yeah. Like, really, like there was a, like a week week and a half really two weeks where niebla roja wasn't working shows mm-hmm. and like the only thing he was doing was interviews and everybody thought he was hurt and then like when they would have their matches the trios matches it was always a trios match you always you already know what that's going to happen and it was so underwhelming their performances because compared to what zuxis and Princesses suhey mm-hmm. were doing where they were bringing it all out there I mean, they just looked really bad. And then the other thing was, like, CML just did, like, their programming department did them no favors. Like, they, they like, Grand Girl's a, a really new young guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has his brother. He's been around his brother. But a lot of people who, like, younger people who get into wrestling who are in families, they don't really get the, they're not automatically guys who, like, yeah, exactly. they don't know how to do, like, storyline stuff. Like, oh, yeah, I'll do this and I'll do that. And, like, you could tell Grand Girl wasn't, like, that type of person. Mm-hmm. He's gotten a lot better in the last two years. Like for a guy, like if you, if I would have told you two years ago, Grand Girl was going to main event, an anniversary show, you would have said this is that is the craziest. Yeah, thing. I'd say you're high. Yeah, yes. And Niebla Roja still had a little. Niebla Roja has has shown he's he's a talented wrestler. Mm-hmm. I mean, going back to when he was on Hede Plata, but um, even him, I never thought he would be a, a headlining an anniversary show. Right. But I thought his odds were a lot better than than Grand Girl in the, in the last two years. But um, Grand Girl. He looked really good in the in this show in that show in that match. Um, Niebla Roja looked good too. I thought this was a I thought this was a a, a lot better than the women's match. Like not a lot better, but just a slightly right, better. Right, right. I and I actually liked that the finish. I wasn't expecting the three count mm-hmm. to hit. I kind of like those little surprises where not everything is super climactic. Like, and you know the thing was, I also noticed this with their match, and then also mm-hmm. the Suhei. 
um, Zuxi's match, mm-hmm. they weren't kicking out of like these insane finishers. Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. finishers they were kicking out of were very like basic stuff. Yes, you know, exactly. pin attempts like, oh, this person's cover rolling you up, you kick out, or it, and and you know, it's it also hurts because um, uh, Niebla Roja and Gringo don't really have good finishers, in my opinion. Right, they don't have good finishers. They're just like pick them up, drop them down off the off the middle rope. Yeah, that type of finisher, so it doesn't come across that that great. But um, I thought they were. I thought they. I thought the match was a lot better. I thought the the, the anniversary in general, mm-hmm. the the all those other matches were very just average. Really, they were average. Nothing special. Nothing special. Like you, mm-hmm. you were mentioning the lineups. They had the first match was good. Um, the and that was mostly Hechicero. Hechicero. I think if you were gonna give MVP of the anniversary, mm-hmm. Hechicero's performance I, was really good. I actually I can't remember who wrote that. I read online somewhere that somebody said that uh, Hechicero. It, it's like it was it was made for him. Like it was his night yeah, to shine. Yeah, which is cool because his, his his teammates were a little bit off. I don't know what it was with them, but at, at a certain point, to see Hechicero like telling him, wave him in, like, guys, you guys got to do something. Because he got hurt. <laughs> he got hurt during the match. Oh, no way. Yeah, he got hurt. And um, oh. and he kind of, like, wanted him to get into, like, kick so he could kick out or, or you know, they could, like, take over for a bit so he could, like, check his leg or whatever. Yes. And it's like, they were just, like, really screwing up a lot of stuff. Um, but they were they still weren't bad enough. Like, their screw-ups weren't bad enough to where you thought, oh, they're horrible. Yeah. And the Panther carried his side. Cool. Um, Stuka Jr. and Blue Panther Jr. You know they're they're basically the okay guys mm-hmm. now. Um, the second match was I think the I think it was the Dinamitas versus Marco Diamantes and Valiente. Yes. So um, that match, I kind of I think everybody thought was hoping the the Dinamitas would get a better opponents. Mm-hmm. Not because those guys, well, Diamantes was awful and Valiente yeah. kind of like lost it a little bit. But I think they wanted guys who they could ragdoll, you know, a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. they could, like, throw around and stuff. But the Diamantes, the, the Dinamitas looked good. I like the, I said the Diamantes. <laughs> I, you know what happened? Um, there's there's more of um, Sombra's family. There's more um, more of his, like, relatives are getting into wrestling. Oh, my god! And I saw um, somebody had tweeted, I think it was Rob that tweeted out a picture of, like, the younger di- yeah, family members that are starting to wrestle. And um, But the Dinamitas looked really good. But they didn't get to like showcase themselves. They got to work with main event caliber technicals. Uh, Marco Corleone looked good. Diamante Azul, you know, it's Diamante Azul. Yes. Um, the third match was probably like the third match and the semi main event were really the, the matches that were horrible. Like I thought were they were I wrote they were okay, mm-hmm. but to me like okay, being kind. yeah, okay is <laughs> being kind. Like yeah, you know they're okay. Like. You know, I think if these show, if these matches were on a Tuesday, I would have skipped them. <laughs> they had a Rudos versus Rudos match. Uh-huh. And so they had Rush teaming up with um, Sam Adonis and Cranio. Oh, dear. Oh, versus, dear. I don't remember. Re- oh, my versus, gosh. Well, hey, at least they didn't have Piroth. Yeah. Versus Nero Casas, Felino, and Barbara Carbonario. We did get Barbara Carbonario versus Rush, which mm-hmm. looks like something they should go for at a, a at a later date. Um, they, they're they really focusing on Sam Adonis versus Nero Casas. And... Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like I just I'm just so tired of um, Sam Adonis yeah. in in, the, in Mexico. It's like it's it's like you you wish somebody who was a little slicker uh, came up with the idea of doing the Trump game. Was it his idea? or Was it the promotion's idea? Well, I was. Ca- they they've had a couple of like Cage did it in mm-hmm. 
And I love how they all argue about that stuff. Like they still, well, argue, they still yeah, argue I know about Cage it. Cage did it, but it's like what I saw. The Some, he came out with a Donald Trump T-shirt yes. and then he took it off. Yes, that's really not. Yeah, really I know. Good. He he wasn't like doing like he wasn't waving a flag with yeah. Trump, and he wasn't cutting promos talking about how great Trump is. Um, Sam has done that more, but um, Eli Drake made a comment about that. He works mm-hmm. for um, Impact. Okay. I don't know what Impact's name is at this moment because Impact is currently like in <laughs> global a, it's, Impact. It's it's. it's they they dropped the global force because that's owned by Jarrett. So there's there's something going on. Remember they got rid of Jarrett recently. Yeah. So, so um so he made a comment about that. So now they're all back to being upset about that stuff. <laughs> Melissa Santos very upset about that, and it's like it's it's just really stupid. Um, but this match, I mean, I don't know. I just hated this Rudo versus Rudo. They could have done. Yeah. They could have like they could have, and then the other thing is like they kind of hurt the 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 semi main event. Usually the semi main event the last couple of years we've gotten like Sky Team versus yeah. like La Girls Laguneros mm-hmm. or um, Hijos del Infierno or some yeah, it's like combination. The whole thing was a party. Yeah, so that it was always a really good match, mm-hmm. but this time it, they went with um, they went with Volador, um, Flip Gordon who was debuting. Mm-hmm. You know, you imagine this new guy making his debut. Yeah, exactly. In the semi semi main event of Arena Mexico. As much as I love the name. <laughs> and and then. It, it actually wasn't her, his first Lucha match because mm-hmm. he, he worked in um, The Crash. Right. But still, The Crash, the way they do Lucha isn't the way CML does Lucha. This was a traditional Lucha Trios match. Yeah. So then you had him, and then you had um, Caristico versus um, Kojima, mm-hmm. who has not caught on to Lucha Libra at all. Ultimo Guerrero and Mephisto. So you had Kojima completely confused with what was going on. Like, he, every match he's been in, he's been wow. totally out of it. Wow. So that match was really... I thought that was like a... a that was a, a bad match. So, oh, you, I, before I forget, you were saying some that you like Drake said about Sam Adonis? Was no, he didn't say anything about Sam Adonis. Oh. He did the Trump gimmick. Oh, also. I'm sorry. I'm he sorry. did the Trump was, gimmick. Yeah. He, he did the Trump gimmick, and he I guess... He wanted the people who yeah, he, stolen. And then he brought it up, and then, um, and then Cage... Cage and... I, I think Cage teamed up with him. Didn't he used to team up with him at some point? That I don't know. I think they used to team uh-huh. up. If I, I, I might be right. I might be wrong. I might be wrong on that. But I, I, all those guys, they all like, they all kind of like, after a couple of years, they all just kind of blur in <laughs> together. You know, you know, it's like when we start talking about Impact because uh, AAA has talent. AAA and the Crash have talent mm-hmm. working on Impact. And um, we were talking about the bearded guy. Like that's all I know of Mass. The bearded, the bearded, like, the bearded guy. guy, and and then there, and then so 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 uh, Dylan on that show will be like, there are a bunch of bearded guys on Impact. It's like yeah, well the white bearded guys. Like there's a lot of white bearded guys. Like, well, you know, I can't tell them apart. But it's like there's a bunch of guys that are like all like yeah. kind of like, but uh, I don't know. It's like that that whole Trump thing is so stupid. It I, is. I'm kind of tired of it. I you know, yeah. It's one thing to wave the flag and, you know, just shout and yell Trump, Trump, Trump. But, I mean, after a while, you, you got to have a little more... You, you really could have combined those two matches together. <laughs> like, yeah. In some way, they could have just had Kojima teaming up with the, those guys. And then just had, like, Caristico team up with, like, uh, Pestinegra and just, like, done something different in the... You know, what they really should have done is had a euphoria in that match for Flip Gordon. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if they wanted to, like, showcase his um, high-flying, euphoria is the one guy who's really good at catching... Um, anyone and, and you know the weird thing is they have they they have them feuding on the Sunday shows which is like the typical CMLL type oh of thing God. like they come yeah. up with this stuff and it's like <laughs> so um, yeah the, the the women's match was good they had um, Zuxi's had her second with um, Negro Navarro mm-hmm. Suhey's was um, Shocker oh cool, cool so but you know they were like they, they, they kept getting asked about that and they didn't want to mention it because it's like 
you guys are taking away the focus off of that for that, you know, off the women's match yeah. for that. And they were talking about how they should have been the main event. And I don't think they should. Mm-hmm. I, I think after, after once, if you watch it, you're like, yeah, it was a good match. It probably could have main evented. Yeah. But this would have been a, an okay um, anniversary either way. So it's like, it was a good match. I thought it was good. Cool. Um, Any word on how they. I was surprised. I was surprised Zuxi's won, really. I was mildly surprised too. Yeah, because yeah. it kind of seemed like she would actually be um, the one. I think because everybody just assumes she's good looking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've, I think. Did you ever see the picture of um, the WWE um, tryout of all the you women? Know. She was one of the people there and she was unmasked. And so people are like, she must be good. And, you know, when she wears her her, her, her mask, you kind of see enough of her face. Oh, yeah, yeah. She looks like she might be a good-looking good girl. Whereas Suhei, like, she has her face covered enough where you can't really tell. Um, and people were like, people were like, uh, as soon as she removed her mask, hey, you guys, you all lied to me. You guys said she was wearing her mask because she was ugly. She wasn't, <laughs> she wasn't that bad. Yeah, people get the... <laughs> It's funny, people get the wrong idea because so many people said, like, oh, he's so handsome. Why does he wear a mask? Yeah, with um, Niebla Roja. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, I hear that every now and then over the years, like, oh, well, why does he hide that Sombra. handsome face? I mean, it's... It's those part people, of the gimmick. Yeah, they don't realize what yeah. a huge part of the mask It's part of the... Yeah, it's part of the... Part. Yeah, I think it takes, like... Remember with um, Bishop when he wanted to mm-hmm. unmask everybody because he wanted to unmask Hooventooth because he thought Hooventooth was good looking. Yeah, that's right. And th- the worst mistake was unmasking Rey Mysterio because when he unmasked Rey Mysterio, uh, well, Rey Mysterio at the time was like, let, like what, 25, 26 yeah. years old or something. And it's like, he looked like he was like 12. <laughs> like, he looked 12 and he had his... Because I remember when he was Coley Bree, he had shoulder length hair. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that guy would look cool even without a mask. But then when... Yeah, he had receding hair by then. It didn't quite. It didn't quite. Because I think he had receding hair by that point. So you go, you go with that. But yeah, you know, I thought that match was good. I thought the main event was good. Um, The show, I mean, for the price, I ended up getting the combo package. Mm -hmm. I think it was like twenty bucks for both shows. The Grand Prix, also, which you missed. Also, you Mm -hmm. you just admitted you did not watch the Grand Prix. I did not watch the Grand Prix. Um, The Grand Prix, really, another show that wasn't. But if you combine the the. Other than Diamante Azul winning the match, <laughs> really, <laughs> I mean that's what made me not want to like uh, backtrack and find it somewhere. Online. Yeah, other than him, I didn't want to. See but that. I thought if you're getting three those three matches, it was worth twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, for those three matches, it was good. Um, the rest of the matches, I didn't think that was like we've had so much better. And you know, it's really CML like for some reason they're holding back on like they were like going all like earlier in the year they were so gung ho like with Sans Sanson and mm-hmm. and Soberano Dragon Lee was doing stuff that Carvernario doing stuff Dr- the the Barbara Carvernario Volador Jr. tag team oh jeez that was the, great the, 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 the little rivalry they that's, had and uh, that Increíbles final uh, I'm guessing that's gonna be the first the, the like the first the main event for the first match first oh show in, in God, 2018 because remember they're doing that the best of um 2017 headlines the first that's one of those few times i think i watched that match three times and i rarely watched matches yeah. over again you know and you you know you know volador jr's in a bad match when he's pretty much when him and caristico are pretty much like yeah you know we're we're not gonna do anything in this match <laughs> let's just keep it as safe as possible flip gordon oh yeah. flip gordon did this kip up spot where he just kept going mm-hmm. and it's like he, he i don't think he realized that uh, arena mexico is a per, very pro crowd Mm-hmm. And if you do a lot of like flashy stuff, you have to realize that at a certain point you shouldn't do too much of it. And he kept doing it. They'll turn on. Him. And they oh, kind of turned on him turn a bit. On him. Yeah. But it's like I think it was. I think it was good. And I think he was okay enough where it was like it was. And the match was so like, so 
the crowd was quiet for a lot of this show. Mm-hmm. So it's like... How did it draw? Do we know? Um, it didn't draw that well. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of empty seats from what, what, yeah. what we saw during the, the iPay-per-view. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't uh, expect... Yeah, I didn't expect to, you know, a sellout crowd or anything. I w- yeah, and I was wondering. Yeah, and you know, the other thing, like when people were saying that the women would have, like, they would have drawn about the same because I don't yeah. think women's wrestling is as big it isn't. as people think. Like, I think they see what WWE is doing with them, mm-hmm. but really that's WWE, the name. It's a whole different, it's that's diff- a whole different Different game. deal, and it's like, and in Mexico, and you know, they were asking Suhey and, and Zuxis if they thought this may be like the, the, the next step for women's wrestling in Mexico to like move up. Mm-hmm like a main event for the CML women that's like you basically had Suhei versus um, Zuxis which is really like the big feud for two years they were feuding mm-hmm. um, that was actually built up a little bit better than the other stuff but it's like what else is there I mean well that's the thing is is, is it if you're saying this is the beginning of a new phase for women wrestling in Mexico no you'd have to have a stronger body yeah you, like a lot of like a like, better talent yeah you would have like a, 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 a like maybe some of the veteran women were still good Mm-hmm. And you know this; they're still good. Like Marcella and Amapola are still mm-hmm. good. But I mean, even watching them, as much as we like them, they don't do what they used to do. Like they're kind of they're they're right. they're kind of tailing off. I mean, Dallas can't headline a show. Uh, mm-hmm. She would be like the furthest possible, unless she did a hair match, got her head shaved. But even then, I can't see that. Uh, sat, maybe a Saturday or Sunday show. I, yeah, I think you'd have or a Tuesday show. I, I think you'd really have to revamp. Re- the women's wrestling like I think You'd it have, takes more than just a couple of new names or something because even like the that. new names they brought in like Harochita Lady Maravilla none of those women Yuvia Reina Isis none of those women are, are gonna be like <laughs> I could see I could see the only thing I could see headline maybe a, like a, an Arena Coliseum or a, a Sunday or Tuesday show that might actually and it won't draw well because those days are even they don't draw mm-hmm. well um, Saturdays they do well because it's Arena Coliseum Compare like it looks it looks a little more packed compared. The only thing I think would draw well is like um, Silhouetta versus Zuxis, mm-hmm. if they like built it up because they've had they. I actually think the Zuxis Silhouetta match that they had a couple years ago was better than the mass match that they had. Yeah, I could see a match or a feud getting over, uh, just not the whole women's wrestling. Yeah, not on a Friday you, show. I can't see really that. Totally reeducate. Yeah. Uh, do you do you people don't remember this was like. They were banned in Mexico City for like oh, yeah. a really long time from like this. I think when I started doing the the Ruben Juarez research was right when they, they were banned. I think 1962, 63, somewhere around, around that time period. Was it around the same time when they wouldn't let kids into the arenas anymore? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, I kept reading about that stuff on there and it's like, okay. Because it was, it was, and at least with the not letting kids in, I know that was a political move that backfired for Luderoth because he was upset. No, he wasn't upset. He was upset that the rival promotion uh, was Delhi Centro. Yeah, yeah, and he, he so he, he wink, wink had somebody say this is too violent for people to watch, and so not only did they take it off TV, but they said let's not let kids in the arena, which kind of I'm sure bit the Luderos in the butt a little bit. I mean, come on, what kid? One of the experiences of going to a lucha show is is a kid running for his life from a tope suicida, <laughs> right? <laughs> Right. Or, or or the one time I saw that one. It's a right of man. The one time I saw that one dad holding his kid in place so he wouldn't move. At Arena Paraguay, I was like, dude, that's like some bad parenting. Yes. Dude. Come on. Yes. Um, yeah, but overall, I thought the show was was good. Um, I thought it was okay. Um, you know, CML with with what's going on with the earthquake, they had to cancel the Tuesday show. So 
I don't know what's going to happen. That is Friday. A, a shocker. It's uh, as we're recording it. This this is September twentieth, so it's right after the second huge Mexico quake, and yeah, this I mean, one is really chilling. I mean, that first quake. I think we were all amazed just how huge little it was. damage, how huge it was, but how little damage it did. You know, you know, comparatively. I mean, the second one really. Yeah, has been terrible. I yeah, mean, well, they canceled the anniversary of that year too. So, uh, the, uh, the one yeah, in the eighty-five. Yeah, yeah. Supremo was. Yeah. In, <laughs> you uh, you were looking forward match. to that match, right? <laughs> I didn't even know what was happening. Yeah, <laughs> back then, back then you had to wait for your magazine to show exactly, up. Exactly, exactly. Or you didn't know what was going on. You had to go downtown LA. Yeah, the, yeah the and weeklies. If, if you were busy that week, you're I like, do. I must say, I do miss that though. I do miss being able every week to go to downtown LA and find like four different weekly wrestling publications yeah. I could buy, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, the other thing with um, that is like right now, all you have is like all the Twitter accounts are just people like using their Twitter account to help other people like yes, find yes. family and stuff like that. No, and this is really upsetting. Yeah. Like, I, like it's, it's very, it's very sad. Um, well, a lot of the, uh, on Facebook, I saw a lot of the local lucha guys, or even whether they're wrestlers, the local lucha fans are, you know, you know, asking about relatives in Mexico, yeah. or or even ones who don't have relatives in Mexico, who are from there. I mean, it's shaking everybody. Yeah, I know. Like, um, trauma, trauma too was um, he posted a video saying that if you're not in Mexico and you just mm-hmm. need to contact a, a relative mm-hmm. to send him your um, your information, your phone number, and stuff, and he would contact. He would try to oh, find out. Cool. He would try to find out if he could contact them. Oh, that's awesome! And then, like, I know Puma is like uh, Puma and Tiger and all those the Casas family. They're going around helping people. Oh, and that's stuff cool. Like that. So there's that's there's a lot of a lot of people yeah. here is trying to just get in contact just yeah. to know if their relatives are okay. Yeah, and then Arena Nacalpa and Arena Mexico. A lot of the arenas are like helping. Like they're that's they're making their their places at the base for like if people want to leave stuff for donations and stuff like yeah. that so i think that's kind of that's it's it's nice to see that's bringing people it together. is it is and i i gotta say uh uh mexico was helping out a lot with uh with uh the storm in texas uh, harvey the yeah harvey. and then there's the other hurricane yeah, and they, uh, the only reason they had to pull pull out of helping them is when the first earthquake happened but you know yeah, I know a lot, uh, of, a lot of catastrophes. Two earthquakes in Mexico, Hurricane Harvey, Hurricane Ar- Irma, Irma, and then yeah. now Maria. Yeah, it's a lot. Hurricanes and earthquakes yeah. everywhere. Yikes! A- and the even bigger disaster, Donald Trump. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> we were, and, and we could we could call that an unnatural disaster, yeah, a, a, a man-made disaster. We, we were talking oh, about this earlier. Oh. How he's there's like three stories in on the news right now. We're, it's basically the two disasters going on, like in in Mexico yes. and Puerto Rico, and then there's three stories on 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 Trump doing really stupid stuff. That, exactly, and it's like everybody. It, so many people are just pretending like nothing's wrong. Yes. it's like. Like, the emperor is not only naked, ladies and gentlemen. He's also puking, pissing, and shitting himself. And everybody I, acts like, oh, yeah, what a good job the president's doing. And I only say three because I didn't. I, I, I stopped counting after that. <laughs> <laughs> you could do a webpage on that. I'm sure somebody yeah, yeah, has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? uh, and then for everybody doing a webpage uh, citing all his uh, gross errors, there's another people, uh, somebody else putting up a website saying, no, he's the savior of our country. You know, I should mention there was one match that you should have watched that was even better than any of these matches oh, that I dear. talked about. I'm almost scared to ask. Better than is. anything in CML or AAA. 
actually not CML because it's part of CML, but the anniversary and Grand Prix shows. And that was Microman and Gallito. Ah. Winning again against uh, Mije and Chamuel. Chamuel, ah. the little clown. Chamuel. Yeah, he's my, he's my Facebook. He's, he's my friend on everything. <laughs> like, he's my social media friend. You're, social, you're, you're yeah. one universal yeah. social he's media like the, friend. Yeah, he's like... Oh my God, that's awesome. I think he might be. He's like the one person that... No, actually, there's like two people who do that. There's two people who do that. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, <laughs> it was a really good match. This, they're, they're like, they're, Their effort out there is far better than anything that I expected. That's like, a, well, that, that match that I saw last back in May, Yeah, that, that blew my mind. Yeah, hopefully they're all okay after this earthquake. Like, that's the thing. I, I'm kind of, I haven't seen any luchadors like, report that they, you know, yeah. they've had issues. Or well, I'd, like, I'd, I'd like to also keep your ears open on any way anybody can contribute to the recovery effort, you know? I mean, yeah. It's, There's so many right now, so... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'd like to pick the right one. You're, you're, you, know? Well, like, you know, there's some that are a little more legit. Than well, you know, um, they, that's the trick. Is they, like, were, they were going to have a show in um, Puerto Rico, Mysterio, mm-hmm. Mysterio Mania. Ray Mysterio was going to be on it. It's called Mysterio Mania, uh-huh. but it's a it's a tribute show for Messias. Um... Uh, Ricky Banderas. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, so, Hugo Savinovich um, posted on his YouTube channel that he ba- they basically had to cancel it because mm-hmm. of the the weather and the hurricane and yeah. stuff. He's like, he's like, you know, it's not that we can't do it because we don't know, but it's like the problem is that we don't know what it will look like on Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's like because right now people can't go check the building and stuff, and the promoter has to ch- go check the building. He has to get the the inspectors to check it. It's like, and we don't know when that's going to happen. Wise, and he's like, and rather than just have people like show up because he's like I'm not just saying this for the wrestlers I'm saying mm-hmm. this for the fans because he's like there were people come flying in from other parts of the world to like go see come to this show he's like he's like we would rather you guys stay safe stay where you're at it's like don't don't come here because not only that it's like the airports we don't know what the situation oh, is going to be with yeah, the airports yeah. and stuff like that he's like so we're just going to postpone yeah at, at best I think it could be an awkward mess under those yeah. circumstances and it, at worst it could be a- <laughs> well you know it's that, that's the weird thing with Mexico like they that happened and like the anniversary had happened, and there were, I knew people that went there, and I mean, I'm, they, they, they really like they got out of there in time because, you know, that, that's that's really, wow. that's a that's a bad, that's any time I, I being here when we had the earthquake in Northridge, Northridge earthquake what was that like a seven point five or something? I think so, Ian. Well, that's the first thing I thought when I heard about the eight point one in Mexico because this is uh, seven point one. Yeah. Uh, I mean the, 80, no, the, 85 the first one. one there were I think 58 people yeah. killed and the Northridge earthquake if I remember right was 50 something also and just how miraculous it was yeah. that it wasn't worse and, and were, were you you were in this side of the you weren't in your Northridge right no I, I was yeah we're us in we're still at our place in Walnut yeah uh, what our friends Dan and Mary Lou Farron yeah they were in Northridge they were right in the eye of the, the uh Hurricane, yeah. that's a stupid way to yeah. say that. <laughs> For an earthquake. Yeah, the yeah. eye of the earthquake. The epicenter. The, nucle- the, the epicenter. epicenter, yeah. Yeah, see, there's a reason I'm not a nuclear yeah, physicist you know, like my father. It, it, there's a lot of good reasons, and that's one of them. No, but uh, we, uh, Physico and I, went and helped them. It, it was the most chilling thing, because their apartment, they were allowed to go into it just to retrieve stuff. Uh Nothing else, and you could see why, because it was like a, I think it was like a three-story apartment building, mm-hmm. and there was a crack all the way through oh, it. Like shit. it was, it was like actually off the foundation. I'm amazed they actually let people in at all. But uh, Dan and Mary Lou had just boxed up 
a whole bunch of stuff like that. Had a whole corner uh-huh. in their apartment of boxes, stuff they're going to put in storage. And uh, the earthquake happened like right after that. And when I went into their apartment, I looked, and it looked like somebody took every box and threw it <laughs> like across the apartment. It, it looked like a giant picked up the building and shook yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it it was very chilling. Yeah, I mean. We're not that. We weren't that close to it, but it's like it was still. You could still feel oh, it. That was easily. It. That, that was easily was... the. That was easily the scariest one. There was one like a couple years ago. It was like a five point, like a five, I think, like a couple years ago. Yeah, the Whittiers did. I mean, the, not the Whittier quake. Uh, the like, Whittier was one that I remember feeling. Like that ten years at the ago. Time, ten years ago, there was one that was like a five. I think. Yeah, the Whittier in '87 is one that I felt the most where. Because yeah, it was close to you. Yeah, it was yeah. right smack next door. But the Northridge was. Um, yeah, that one heavy too. Those aren't fun, man. No, not at I'd all. I'd rather deal with an earthquake than a hurricane, because at least an earthquake is just like that one period. Yeah, and like... I think we're more familiar with yes. it, too. I still don't like any of them. I, I will say that I don't like them when they hit, when, when there's kids around. It's like, cause Absolutely. It's like, it's like it makes you nervous. The kids are all scared yeah. and shit. It's like, oh, shit. It, Although I'd rather they be with me than be like at school or something. It's like, it, mm-hmm. you do worry about that. Um, so getting back to, uh, <laughs> you know, it was weird. It's a weird week. We had all these disasters, and we also had like a couple of people pass away this last um, in the Ruben last week. Ruben Juarez, Ruben Juarez, Bobby the Brain Heenan, and uh, mm-hmm. Ray Celestial. Ray Celestial was a young up and coming wrestler. I didn't hear about this. Yeah, he passed away. Um, he got hit by a car. Oh my god! On his, I don't know where he was going, but he was um he on Saturday night. Like it's weird because they wrote the report and they said it was right right before the Canelo fight. So I'm guessing oh he might have been going to go watch the fight mm-hmm. i don't know why they brought that up maybe the i guess whoever they contact whoever contact them to tell them that he passed that he had he had been in the accident um they must have just said oh it was he must have done something at that point but yeah he was a he was a young guy um he, he was uh his girlfriend was a is a wrestler la mm-hmm. magnifica i think it's his girlfriend they have a do- they have a son um really sad because he, he just wrestled um the crash show on wednesday oh my gosh so it's so a lot of wrestlers so that. a lot of wrestlers like from dtu triple a who got a chance to meet him the crash they kind of like the puebla wrestlers they all kind of like were dealing with dealing with that and you know it's sad because that happened and then they have to deal with this earthquake because that's where it all hit oh, like yeah. it hit mexico city puebla and morelos so oh my gosh. so all those people are dealing with that also so yeah and ruben juarez on wednesday I mean, ninety years old. Ninety years old. It's a that's big a difference, nice you know. Run. You know, twenty-two to ninety. You know, you feel bad no matter when somebody dies, mm-hmm. but ninety years old, you know. <clears throat> no, it sounds he, like he had a had a good yeah. life. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, Roberto from Monterey, one of my friend, um, my son, the, my friend's son. Um, I like saying it's like he's now a promoter and stuff. Uh huh. Um, it. He kind of mentioned that he had just talked to him like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. And he said he he was still he was still into wrestling and stuff like that. He burned out on prom- like the the promoting aspect of it because he kind of thought, which is probably why he lived to be ninety. Yeah, yeah, he kind of <laughs> he gave up. I think he stopped promoting like in ninety two, ninety three or something. Yeah. So, I think that's why he was able to like. <laughs> I think I think even if you're passionate about it, there must be a point where it's yeah you want to throw up your hands and say I'll just sit back and and it's interesting because considering. He's, he gave 40 years of his life, like oh 40, God, years, yeah. 40 yeah. or so years of his um, life to wrestling, you know. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, it, it yeah, it made me a bit wistful when I saw of his passing because uh, he was one of the first big pushes in, that I saw when I was a wrestling yeah. in L.A. Yeah, I've talked about this before. He, uh, Ernie Ladd put him over huge. Th- this will be our um, this will instead of me doing a, a cutout of the Lucho Classica podcast. Mm-hmm. This will be the segment where if you guys are 
want to sign up to the Lucha Classica yes. podcast, you can listen to sign this. Sign up because we'll talk in more because detail. Because this is going to be, we're going to be talking about Ruben Juarez on that mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah, we'll be talking yeah. in greater detail. But yeah, you were telling us about Ernie Ladd, his, um, his run with Ernie Ladd. Ernie Ladd uh, took great pride in, you know, he Ernie Ladd would not do jobs right and left. He, yeah. He uh, did them when they counted, but uh, he took great pride in putting people over and Ben Juarez was a little dude. And you know, that's where I first, like, I heard of him, like, from that. And then I saw that he had been in Mexico, mm-hmm. but it was like, I wasn't as familiar with him at that point. And then when you find out that he was one of the top guys in the 60s, you're like, oh, wow, really? Yeah, this guy was yeah. really, this guy was a big uh, deal. You know, the one one of the few years I didn't go to Cauliflower Alley, I really wish I went because he was a surprise appearance. That's what I asked. Yeah. I was like, did oh. you go there? <laughs> and when I heard he was, I, I... He talked about it. He talked about it. Did he, he said, really? He said that there was a, there was a, somebody at, uh, at, the, at the event mm-hmm. and he's like, He's like, he's like, and they asked him, so I think they asked him about the run with Ernie Ladd, and he was like, I was just surprised people remembered me about, from that time period, that somebody at this event was like still, oh, he saw, he saw, um, we'll talk about it on the, yeah. but he saw Judo Jean LaBelle also, and, and oh, a bunch cool. of other people, so cool. he was like, he was very and happy. Ladd was there? Yeah, yeah so I mean, he was, was, I mean, because uh, somebody told me that he was, uh, he was complimenting Ladd on. Yeah. You put him over so strong. He was talking about like he, he had a feud with some Japanese wrestler, but he never mentioned his name because he couldn't remember. Ah, <laughs> but he said ah, it was somebody ah, that he feuded with. I'm thinking it must have been um Okay, I think it was um, I think it was because he said it was somebody that passed away before. Like this was an interview like in 2007, mm-hmm. and had passed away, and um, it was. He was like specifically his opponent. I think it was Oki because oh, he Hitaro, said he's because he said they that they made it. They did a special on him, and I have that. Um, I should oh, I should look okay, that up. Yeah. I have the video. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. They um they did a All Japan Classic special on Oki. Oh wow! So very cool. And he said he heard he appeared on it. I'm like man, I didn't even realize mm. they had that type of they had that footage back then. Yeah, really. Yeah, but yeah, that's that that was like the that was just a surprise. That, that, yeah, it, it was. But hats off to somebody, yeah. li- you know, a wrestler living a good long life. I mean, you know, not, good... 90 years, that's like 130 years in, <laughs> yes, in human years, you know? Not too many wrestlers make it, uh, as we hear exactly. some, some, one of those cleaning crews passing That's by. right, they're coming to exterminate the neighborhood yes. of all uh, wrestling folk. The, the cleaning crew. Oh, uh, we should talk about... Uh, you recently went to a... Do you want to talk about the pilotos? We yeah, that's what yeah. I was just about to bring yes, up. Yeah. Yes, you were just there. I couldn't make it. So how was that? It was uh, It was actually a very good show. I, uh, um, you know, it, everybody worked pretty hard. I was actually really impressed. Where was it at? It was at Florence in Maine where we... Uh, the uh, Puma show and all The that? Puma show where, where there's all... I thought you said Puma. 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 <laughs> Puma Pete. No, that uh, it, you know the Florence and Maine, the the arena with all the pillars, yes, uh, oh, blocking the way of the ring. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a good show. It was a very good show. Uh, yeah, Peloto Suicida, one of the premier local luchadores here in L.A. since the late nineteen eighties, uh, injured his shoulder, very bad injury. He's gonna um, gonna have to be getting a rather costly operation, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh. So, but want to give big props to Superboy. He promoted the show without even informing Peloto because he flat out told me I knew that if I pre- presented the idea to him, he would have turned it down because he's got a lot of pride. Uh, a lot of uh, 
you know, a lot of the locals were there. Uh, Dr. Maldad was in the main event. Oh, that's cool. Yes. And, of course, the other L.A. fuckers. <laughs> uh, Damien666 was there. Uh, a lot of the, uh, you know, the older local boys, the old-timers, like uh, Gran Coloso, Gory Chavez, not, no, not Gory Chavez. Um, Gory Guerrero. <laughs> <laughs> At least you can't. At least edit, you're, edit that part out. At least you were. At least you were Please close. That at least out. you were close with Gory Chavez. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I thought of Gory Chavez is because today is the twentieth, and today is Gory Chavez's birthday. Uh-huh. So I do want to say happy birthday to Gory Chavez, who is one of the granddaddies of LA Lucha since the early seventies. Sixty-nine years old today. Happy oh. birthday! No, uh, Brian Coloso. Uh, Peloto Nuclear was there. Frankie Lima uh, showed up. Uh, Ramon Villanueva. Um, a lot of the old timers were there, just to uh, support Peloto. Really good show, and you know, good turnout, and hopefully raise some good cash f- for Peloto. And yes, Peloto was there, and typical Peloto, his his arm did not look good, but you know, he was upbeat as always, mm. always very. Uh, one of the most optimistic people I think I've ever met. Yeah. Really good guy and, uh, yeah, solid. When show. is he? When is he getting sur- surgery? Uh, he's not sure. He was having to. He's having to. It has to. The swelling has to go down, doesn't it? I think it has to go down, and he has to figure out how the insurance will work. That oh, kind of thing, yeah. you know. Um, you know, but talk about somebody who is a hard worker. Seth, because he we saw that one match he had with uh, where it was the him. A Sarah Dorado and Espectro, one of the many Espectros yes, versus yes. Uh, Puma, Tiger, and Grand um, Girl Maya Jr., which was really good. That was a good match. That was a good match. So that was a, that was so much fun to yeah. watch. Um. Yeah. So, props so to Superboy and Superboy's family, of course. Who they were all there. The whole crew was there, and uh, you know. What was the main? Oh, well, the main event was uh, Damien and his son, right? Yeah. Do I have it written down? You didn't write anything. You didn't write the results and send them into like Meltzer. What's no, up but with I you? think I, I put down some of the results. So. Uh... <clears throat> okay. <laughs> See. Dude in blue outfit. <laughs> yeah, that's him. I know the dude in uh, the blue outfit. <laughs> Very well, very well. Uh, yes, Superboy Junior, uh, a Spectro Junior, yes, yeah, he was <laughs> and uh, a guy called Broriqua. Yeah, I think he's yeah. he's in a mass match. He's ma- yeah, yeah. They with, were, they're uh, mainly a, using him to hype uh, for Sarah Dorado, right? Yes, yes. They're against. Uh, and no, I didn't write all the results. Well, you don't have to tell us all. I mean, I just wanted to know the main event. Yeah, and uh, you'll be happy to know uh, Piolin was there. Uh, Leon Blanco, uh, Kid Tornado, Legacy, of course. Uh, Prince Bayendu Jr. did not wrestle. He was hurt himself. Oh, he's hurt too? What happened to him? Just uh, just one of the things where he lifted something too heavy and, oh. and wrecked out his back, but he's going to be fine. Man, come on. Yeah. Come on, Indu Jr. Come on, get with it! <laughs> don't lift, don't lift stuff. That's what you have your uh, your brother for, your other brothers. <laughs> anyway, there, there's my chaotic review on a, a very well organized show. <laughs> very well organized show for an awesome See? wrestling. We're we're um, hoping he's gonna be fully healed and in action again. 
Okay. Kurt, how excited are you for the next AAA show that you will probably be missing? I'm excited. You're very excited because you're not going to be watching I'm it. I'm not going to watch it. In fact, I got. I want to be cognizant of when it's on because when it's on, I want to be doing did, something fun and oh, just drinking in the fact that I'm not watching Did AAA. you watch AAA on TV this past, like, I think maybe like, a, not. I think it was last week. Or two weeks ago, they had a, a they one of the channels locally, the Univision Deportes. Oh, you don't have cable. That's right. Yeah, forget I don't about have it. cable. Yeah, forget about it. I'm practically a hurt. Yeah, you basically... I have Hulu and Netflix you, and... Uh, Amazon Prime, right? Yeah. Yeah, you, pra- you practically got rid of everything. <laughs> we got rid of cable and uh, there's certain aspects of it I miss, but Never overall, mind, though. I do not miss it. Never mind, you I miss... I do not pay, they, miss paying for cable. They basically did like a, a, a build-up to when they would air like the, the mass match. Mm-hmm. The Triple Mania show. They, I think they air like a couple of highlights from stuff and then like the mass match. Yes. And uh, they air like five days in a row, like an hour every day mm-hmm. of like best of. Like the first one was like an introduction to AAA and Lucha Libre. Mm-hmm. The second one was um, Triple Mania like 21 or something, Twenty, then 22, then 23, then 24. And then on, on the Sunday, they aired um, the, the mass match, Triple Mania 25. And, um, but it's all edited. It's like... Like you're put, you're you're you just got a six-hour show and you're editing it down to like a forty-five-minute segment. It's like, ah, eh, this doesn't sound like. I didn't watch it, but I yeah, just, I, was gonna say, I was just wondering if you watch like, it, if you watch it, but then I forgot you didn't have t- you didn't have cable. That's anymore. right, and 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 my only thought is whoever edited it probably is not involved with AAA because uh, it it probably would have been a lot more than just an hour, and they probably would have done everything incorrectly too. Well, yeah. That's true. Considering <laughs> their show, like sometimes their TV show, sometimes does that. Well, um, their next show is on October first. Talking about October first, ah. um, it's the Her- Heroes Immortales show. Mm-hmm. It's going to be in San Luis Potosi. Uh, I know you heard Sexy Star got stripped of the women's. Yes, title. I have the Reina the Reina title. Because I'm sure you have gone over it in other podcasts. So, just what is the current status with her? What I think she's gone from AAA. Really? Because she. Did a, she posted a tweet and I think it was a social media thing where she said goodbye to her um, character mm-hmm. and lately all her pictures have been her without her mask uh, but you know it's triple it's triple A it's sexy star and then impact you just don't know what's going on with them so it's like the odds are she'll probably be back again in yeah, AAA, so yeah I think it's what, just what, a, what a, you know when I when I read about it, I just thought, what a chicken shit thing to do. Yeah. Being bullied by somebody. <laughs> fight the bullies. Don't yes. You, you know? I think L.A. Park made a comment on it, and he, he said he was he was siding with Sexy Star mm-hmm. because he said he should have she should have broken her arm completely. What? And it's like, and it's like, and I'm, and it's like, because, but his reasoning was the Watts way of thinking. And it's like, if you're going to get in a fight, mm-hmm. he's like, you got to, you got to hurt them. That way you can get rid of the, the weak, the weak links of um, pro wrestling, <laughs> but I think Alec Park. The problem is he didn't watch it, so he's basing it off everybody's stories. It was such a because it, it was it was a chicken shit thing. Because yeah, I, and I was gonna tell Alec Park yeah, but she went after the one girl that had nothing to do. with If it. she fought back on either the other girl, Ayako or Shani, yeah, I would have been like, okay. I would have been so impressed, and I would have, I would have bowed to her for doing yeah. that. But no, she takes takes the, the one and puts her in a trusting position. Yeah, yeah so it's yeah. like yeah, she was she's. It, you know, it's funny because uh, after that happened, there's a, a an old friend on Facebook. And when I mean old friend, somebody I met at the Atlanta Wrestling Convention in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, Dave Ruth. But he's a guy who is, his dad was an indie wrestler back uh, in the South. And uh-huh. 
he's uh, he's been involved on in indie shows for years refereeing, but um, he said somebody else who was like that and who thought he was really cool for doing it was Brute Bernard. Hmm. Brute Bernard says the way you shoot on somebody is you wait until they trust you and then get in a hold and hurt them. And That's the chicken yeah, shit and, thing. Yeah, and, and Dave Ruth was just saying what a chicken, he didn't say it in these words, but what a chicken shit thing that is, what, what a cowardly yeah. thing that is. I mean, for every Danny Hodge who's not a bully but will school somebody if they need to be schooled, there's a hundred sexy stars of Brute Bernard who wait until they have a good opportunity to hurt somebody. I want to put like a picture of sexy star and Brute Bernard together. Because I, I wasn't Brute Bernard like bald. Like just put them together. To, yes. Like, oh my god. <laughs> sexy star has joined Brute Bernard, and it's like them too. <laughs> Anybody who's listening out there, there's an art project for you. Like put that. I, I, if somebody made a sketching of that, you would put it on the Lucha World. <laughs> Anybody out there? Oh, please listen. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so they basically had her st- strip the title, and they, they held a they held two matches to determine the number one contender. So it's going to be Lady mm-hmm. Shawnee versus Ayako Hamada, the two women in the match <laughs> that actually had issues with her. That's funny. So, but it's gonna be, it should be a good match. Um, the big thing in this show is that um, they're, they're, they have Johnny Mundo defending the title three times. His, he's, he's a triple crown champion mm-hmm. so he's defending each title individual in individual matches against like a, a number of people that's like, bizarre but I think it's I think it's their way of I, I, I don't know maybe they just want to like break up the triple crown thing and start yeah. having other people do it uh, they have uh, they have like the Copa Antonio Pena they have Johnny Mundo defending the Latin America title on that mm-hmm. sh- on that show on that match then they have um, him defending it against remember all those guys that were in like La Llave La Gloria mm-hmm. the young guys He's going to defend the cruiserweight title against those guys. And I think a couple of other guys like Mascara de Bronson and all that. And then the heavyweight title, he's defending it against um, Doc, um, Ray Wagner. So I'm guessing he's going to drop all three titles. I have, I, a fe- believe. I have a feeling he's going to drop the titles and probably just that's the that's going to call I think it. If I, was, I think if I was running the show, why not just have him drop one of the titles? Oh, I, I in think- a different, if in a different town, that way... Maybe in a town where that would give him a little rub. Look, we had a title change here, so a title. Well, or you know, the other, the other thing is, it's possible he keeps one mm-hmm. and drops some of yeah. the other, just just because it's too much. Like you're just depending on him, and he's basically. I do know that the, the day we remember that the day we saw him mm-hmm. at that show where he kind of ran off on. Yeah, us, yeah. Um, he was talking to um, uh, Sean Black. Yes. Gang, and he was telling him that he basically had a uh, Mexico book throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing maybe throughout the year might be like. This time period, I, I'm guessing we're getting close to the end of the year, so maybe oh. maybe he's kind of good to drop them and maybe say, you know what, I don't want to go. Time to go. Time to go work for. Have another adventure. Lucha Underground and Impact mm-hmm. and Independent stuff. It could be. It I'm could guessing be. that's possible that that might be their way of like getting him. Yeah. And you know, this could also be their way of giving Wagner, you know, you dropped your mask, now we're going to give you a title or yeah. something. Yeah. It's just funny in the, the storyline, like, you're going to win the title from somebody who's wrestled twice already tonight. But I like how they have these matches. Yeah, they, yeah, I like how they have these matches, all of these matches, and Mundo's in three of them. And there's and, and, and they're not, like, the main event of the show. Like, the, the you would think Wagner versus him would be the main event. Mm-hmm. But the main event is going to be Macias versus Pagano versus Joe Leader in a death match. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably their, 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 their paying back doing the you know the favor for them having such a like i i I think there must have been something where they were told you know you guys can't do all this stuff we'll pay you guys back if you do it on the we'll give you the heroes immortalis i i almost suspect that they're just trying to make 
CMLL feel better about their anniversary show. <laughs> They're booking. It's like a weird, weird. Everybody just books really weird. They do. Yeah. I, I, I know this will never happen, but I am an old man, and I do miss shows that have four or five matches and really hone in on those matches rather than ten matches. Yeah, this show feels like there's like... It, it feels... I think there's seven matches because there's also the local mm-hmm. the local talent. You don't get to watch that, but something yeah. you might if it, they like they have room for it. But it's like, but then all those matches. There's like the first one, the cruiserweight has like eight people in it. The Copa Antonio Pena has twenty, and then um, there's another match where there's like a bunch of a couple of other the tag match. I think there's like four teams fighting or something. Like that. Or I think it's a three. It's the trios match. But yeah, there's so many. They're trying to like add too many people to their show. It's like. Trying to make everybody... Yeah, I think they're doing the opposite of CML, where CML is like, we're not booking all these guys. Like, oh, you could run another show with all these guys. Why not do this? Yeah, it, 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 it seems like like so many indies that we've you seen. Can't win. You can't California. win, really. Yeah, yeah it, it's, like, it's like they think if you have more matches and have the show go all night long, everybody's going to want to see it. No, they're good. They're, it's just everything's going to look uh, Just diluted. come up with something something crisp, you know? Exactly, something that's, exactly. Yeah. You know, you're you're not gonna be PWG in as far as like quality. Absolutely, nobody's gonna match them in quality. So look for strength. Yeah, look, look for, for your strength. strength of you know? one good match. I think that. It's so true. Yeah. So true. Because we go to a lot of indie shows where we don't even get one good match, and we we just spent like twenty bucks, and it's like, yeah, we spent twenty bucks, and we didn't really. Yeah, I, honestly, I. I... <laughs> or, or or like Dan Farron realized we spend an hour and a half standing outside not watching anything. <laughs> And we have so much fun too. Yeah, we have we have way more fun out there because we always end up seeing the wrestlers out there, and they're like they're all like, ha- like sit around yeah, shooting the bull with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That show we went to where we spent the entire show talking to Jeff Cobb. Remember? Yes, that was a fun time. Yeah, like yes. we didn't watch anything. We we're just talking to Jeff Cobb about him. We're teaming up with the chicken and him tell- just telling us like what his career and stuff like that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yes. We did interviews that day too. So yes, we did. Yeah, so anything else you want to add? or? I think that's about it. Um, Lucha Classica is coming up. Yes. You can find it at luchaworld.com. Uh, Patreon.com slash luchaworld. It's going to be on Ruben Juarez, and I think we're going to talk about Bobby the Brain Heenan also. Absolutely, yes. Because I, I think we I, both... I, I know this is off topic, but this is a unique individual. Yeah, and you know, I think that's something we could add to the whole Absolutely. Patreon thing. You know, I people think like. So. I think a lot of the, our, our listeners are familiar with him and I mean some of them probably were grew up grew up you know like you have wrestlers you kind of grew up with he's one of those people that you grew up with, a voice you grew up with yeah well and in my case since I'm a little older he my first vision of him because you didn't even I'm I'm you probably heard of him but hadn't seen him yeah my vision of Bobby the Brain Heenan was not so much what he was doing but I just pictured him with blood all over his face. Yeah, because that the, guy the used magazine. to juice. Yeah, and the magazine cover covers it. This is a grand exaggeration, but it seemed like almost every other after magazine had a photo of bleach blonde Bobby the Brain Heenan with a mass of blood on his face yeah. and a, a great caption saying "God help me, I'm drowning in a sea of my own blood" or something like he that. He did. He did a lot too, you know. And it's it's unfortunate um, the way the way it like the last couple of years yeah, turned well, what out. A but tough guy. Tough guy. Yeah. yeah. Also really nice, like when you read about like mm-hmm. stuff, like he seemed like a really nice, like down to earth person. He wasn't like, he, he didn't did. seem like, yeah. like, 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 I don't think he, he probably won't make the list of the crazy people in wrestling. Like he might <laughs> keep crazy because he's in wrestling, but not crazy in the Yeah, but, but for somebody who's, who's surrounded by a lot of crazies, he's somebody who towed the line wonderfully. I yeah, mean. so that should be, that should be fun. We'll do that. Okay. 
so look for that, folks. And uh, until then, Hare Krishna.